Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And in today's episode, I'll actually be doing a bit of a three-piece episode. Uh, it's one of the things that, um, you know, I actually enjoy so much about covering these three teams that I like so much and that I'm pretty sure a lot of you that are listening to this also you guys have at least maybe one or two, maybe even all three or all four of the teams that I cover or that I talk about on this podcast that you actually like all, all three of them or all four or whatever the case may be. But hopefully it, that is the case. And if not, hopefully you guys can just kind of go ahead a little bit. But overall, it, it is sports news. It is even NFL news in some cases because I try, I'm going to try my best to go ahead and continue to do stuff like that as well. So that way you guys are not just totally bored if I'm talking about a team that maybe you're particularly not a, not a fan of. But just to get started here, guys, I do just want to go ahead and thank everybody for tuning in, for listening, and for continuing to listen if you have been listening for quite some time. Um, hope you continue to go ahead and uh, enjoy it, and hopefully hopefully you can pass it on to maybe a friend or family member that maybe might enjoy it or a coworker or something. So, guys, uh, just before we get right into it, I do just want to remind you that you can find me on Instagram and you can find me on Twitter. It's going to be the same handle on both of those. It's going to be West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. Plus, you can hit me up on my email, uh, my email account. It's going to be West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. So I'll definitely be looking out if you guys have any questions, any kind of uh, comments or anything like that. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to go ahead and hit that subscribe button or follow me. And if you can, take some time and go ahead and rate me five stars. And uh, if you have a question or comment or anything like that, I'll definitely go ahead and just bring it up on the podcast if you want. Uh, so, But anyways, guys, we'll get right into it here. I do just want to go ahead and mention that it'll be a three-piece um, episode here. Again, it's going to be the Dodgers first. It's going to be the Raiders after that and then the Lakers. So with the Dodgers here to kind of just give you a little preview, I'll be talking about Dustin May and, and his first time, or his first day actually pitching here, talking about a little bit of the offseason and everything as well and what to kind of what what's uh, kind of surfaced up at this point as well for the Dodgers. For the Raiders, we'll be talking, unfortunately, about, um, well, not unfortunately, but we'll talk, we'll be talking about Henry Ruggs and the unfortunate incident, incident that happened when it came down to his DUI that um, ended up causing, um, you know, somebody to unfortunately pass away due to it. Uh, we'll also be talking about Sunday and everything as well um, with the with the Raiders getting ready to go up against the Giants. Lastly, we'll be talking about the Lakers. Uh, Lakers ended up winning tonight. Uh, 117 to 119 against the Houston Rockets. So we'll be talking a little bit about that and kind of doing a quick little overview about the game. So just to get right into it here, guys, for all you Dodger fans, we have some good news. If you guys follow me or if you guys follow the Dodgers, you guys probably saw on, saw on social media, Facebook, Instagram, wherever, that Dustin May, Big Red, a.k.a. Big Red, was pitching today he was throwing the he was throwing the ball for the first time in a while and he was i know the comments were saying that he was good that he felt good that you know it's not really feeling any kind of pain he's just trying to look just a little bit of soreness a little bit of stiffness which is definitely understandable you know it's uh, definitely just a good thing to kind of see him getting back into the groove of things especially since we're only in november you know um the seasons i don't believe it's not going to start until late March or early April, depending on when they're looking to go to start. Um, hopefully he can actually start maybe pitching and or getting some games in there for the, um, you know, for uh, spring training. 
So we'll see exactly what's going to be happening, what's going to what can surface up for him later, um, moving down the line, moving down the line. Uh, but overall, this is a good thing, guys. Big Red or Dustin May was one of the one of the pitchers that I was really excited to go in and see because this dude's really really young. He uh, came up kind of right, right around the same time as uh, Tony Gonzalez. If some of you guys got to see him as well throughout the season. But um, in my opinion, Dustin May is one of the, he's a little bit more polished and he has a little bit, and his stuff is different. Like this guy's your typical, like if you see the guy, he's really lengthy, really tall. He has really long legs. So he has that like, kind of country style, if you would, you know, when it comes down to it. But this dude has a, a really nice fastball that has a lot of movement, a lot of speed to it, a lot of rotation. And then he has a really nice curve, a really nice uh, slider as well. So he has a way to mix up his pitches as well. I believe the one pitch is the one pitch that they were actually working on over the over last season in, in the beginning or even last off season was his uh, changeup. You know, to kind of complement that really nice fastball that he has. You know, just to kind of give him a four a four pitch um, arsenal, if you would. So definitely excited to go in and see what he's going to be able to go in and do. So, I mean, he's going to he can definitely be a big, uh, big piece or key piece for us moving forward for this uh, next season coming up. So uh, just to go ahead and move uh, move off of Decime, one of the things that I wanted to bring up here, um, guys, if um, for any of you who are living in Las Vegas and listening to this or around the Vegas area. And if you guys are not a member of a credit union, definitely go check them out or definitely go check out a credit union. But if you definitely if you want a recommendation, go to one Nevada credit union. Um, if you are on the east side of town for Las, if you live in Las Vegas, go check out George. Uh, he's a great guy that I met, um, you know, refinancing my auto loan. Um, go check him out. He's over on the Charleston and Nellis branch. Um, so definitely, if George, if you're listening to this, I actually give my business card when I met him. If you're listening to this, a fellow Dodger fan. Definitely welcome to the show, and I hope you and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, but the reason I'm mentioning him too, because we had a great conversation about the about the Dodgers, and some of the stuff over the offseason that we, that maybe we might be expecting. So some of the things that we were talking about is that the the Dodgers have actually kind of had some reports about uh, what's the word um what's the name uh Corey Seager. Sorry, I'm I have a random from my face. So Corey Seager. It's been one of the big topics over the offseason, and actually during the postseason, we were there were actually some talks about him, whether he was going to be able to come back or whether he wanted to come back and so on and so forth and blah, 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 and if how much money he was going to be wanting. Well, Dodgers have actually came out and flat out said that they want him back. They offered him, a, a, in my opinion, a generous deal that would have been perfect for him, you know, um, especially such a young guy, a young uh, shortstop who's... In my opinion, an up an up and coming star. You know, I mean, he's kind of shown he showed last season that he that he had what it takes. He was probably, in my opinion, one of the better one of the better players that we had in, in our um, in our postseason run from last year. But this year he kind of fell off a little short. I mean, again, there was a bit of a uh, you know short off season when it came down to it. You know, so it was definitely difficult for some of the guys uh, to kind of bounce back after such a weird season and everything, and with all the stuff that happened with COVID and so and so on and so forth. But uh, when it comes down to it, it is what it is. Um, you know, Corey Seager declined the the deal or the offer. Uh, we talked. Um, George and I we were actually talking a little bit about how it might be that he's looking to get more money and his agents kind of let him know he can get more money which i could definitely see that i mean um there might be some teams out there you know that have that money to spend and might be able to go and throw it around and and um 
see if he'll take it. Like one of the teams that comes to mind is the Yankees. Um, you know, we actually even talked about that he might be, you know, George actually mentioned that he might be going to the Yankees. That's one of the teams that has been thrown around quite a bit when it comes down to his name. Uh, we'll have to see exactly what go, what happens when it comes down to that. Uh, the the one other thing here that I do want to mention that I can definitely see happening would be the uh, Dodgers making a really strong effort in order to go in order to go for uh, what's his name um, Trey Turner. My apologies here, guys. Uh, to continue to go to keep Trey Turner on on the team. And I think that would be one of the smartest things that they do. I mean, this guy was going for a batting title. This guy was arguably one of the better hitters that we had all year round. Uh, he came in the clutch, really. He came in clutch plenty of times uh, right right around towards the end of the season. Um, especially if we're looking to go... I mean, especially if we're looking to keep Max uh, Scherzer, which he's going to be, you know, may, I don't know how much more time he has. I mean, the guy looks like he's amazing. He could pitch for however, however long he really wants, but who really knows? But Trey Turner, he's, I think he was that extra piece that we really, you know, just kind of won extra with with that trade because he's a guy who can re-sign with us. He can be a long-term guy for us, and that just adds to our firepower to our already great stacked roster that we have. You know, he's, he's in my opinion, like the infield version of uh, Mookie Betts, if you would. You know, he's a guy who can hit for power, hit for average. He can, he's a steal, he can steal bases. He's a great field. He's a great fielder as well. So I mean, he's a that that five the, that five threat, whatever you want to call it. You know, the guy who can do all five things basically. So um, when that's uh, just about kind of gonna do it here with the um, uh, with with the Dodgers. Uh, you know, fingers crossed when it comes down to when it comes down to Trey Turner sticking around, and fingers crossed when it comes down to the. Uh, National League getting the chance to um, to have a designated hitter. Sounds like maybe that rule might be changing here over the offseason. We'll keep our fingers crossed and hope for that because that would definitely come in handy for a lot of the NL teams. And, I mean, we're one of the teams that could definitely benefit from it, if you ask me. So, guys, just to move off of the Dodgers here and just to go in and um, talk about the Raiders here briefly, I don't want to really take up too much time when it comes down to all this that's going on. Uh, main thing here, Raiders are getting ready to gear up for Sunday uh, when we got the uh, New York Giants. We're going to be making a trip or the uh, Raiders are going to be making a trip down over to uh, or over to New York. And in my opinion, I really think that they should be able to come out with a dub. I know maybe that's a little, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's a little cocky to say whatever the case may be and all that. But I, I think so. I really think that they should be able to come out with the dub. They did not play all that great against the against the Chiefs and everything. They gave them a lot of opportunities when it comes down to the Chiefs to the Giants, and they just they were able to, they weren't able to capitalize. <laughs> you know, so um, hopefully we're able to kind of take the same approach as the uh, Broncos game and as the Eagles game and just kind of you know wipe the floor with them. You know, hopefully we can go in and just do that, show the show the league, you know, show fans, even including myself, you know that they're the real deal or that they are not going to be taking these games up for granted, you know, you know, for granted, you know, that they're going to actually, you know, go out there and compete and that they are there to go ahead and like, even after all the stuff that's going on and including even the stuff that surfaced up yesterday morning, um, for those of you guys who have seen on social media, follow the Raiders and everything, you guys most likely saw that Henry Ruggs, the uh, Raiders wide receiver 
was involved in a pretty bad accident in his uh, Chevy Corvette. Um, I don't know if I should actually be mentioning this, but I work for a company that actually helps out with with local law enforcement with with these tows, with vehicles getting towed. And I got to see pictures, as most of you guys probably got to see pictures as well as as they were available. And um, you know, they, they, it was definitely hard to see, especially because knowing that there was somebody who unfortunately lost their life in this accident. And um, I mean, it's just unfortunate that it just happened. That it happened, you know. Overall, not not just because it was Henry Ruggs, or not just because it was a celebrity or somebody, or a, an athlete, a professional athlete. Just unfortunate in general. You know, it's never a good thing when anybody loses their life, and especially over something like this. Um, hopefully, it's just um, you know, something that he, uh, Henry Ruggs is able to learn from. I believe there's even a story or something, or there was even a time where he had a or he has a friend or had a friend who ended up unfortunately passed from the same same kind of situation a, a dui accident and he lost his life in it um so you would you know definitely hope that he can uh, take this as a learning experience and uh you know learn from it and grow you know and then actually you know make it make it into a positive if you if you would but um you know, definitely my prayers go out to all the fam- to the family, to the friends, or and, and the loved ones of the per- of the person who passed. Um, you know, that's never anything good to go and happen. But you know, I'm sorry to go in and kind of end this segment or this part of the of the podcast here in a, in a, in a such a sad, sad, uh, upsetting way. But um, you know, we I definitely don't like to dwell on stuff like that. You know, overall, hopefully everything moves forward and Henry Ruggs doesn't see any kind of jail time, or maybe if that's what you know is the court decides, you know, that's not my job. It's not my opinion to go ahead and do that. It's uh, whatever the case may be. It's however the cards may fall. That's it is what it is when it comes down to it. But um, again, my prayers go out to the family and to the loved ones of that person. Um, so just to finish off the, the podcast here, guys, I just want to quickly mention here the game with the, with the Lakers and the Houston Rockets. Lakers ended up winning 117 uh, to, well, actually they won 119 to 117. Um, it was another game kind of similar to these past couple games when it comes down to, you know, it was actually the opposite of the other game. You know, the Lakers actually started off in a great way in the first half and on, the, on their first game against the Rockets and ended up finishing off a little eh. Then in this game, it was the exact opposite. They started off kind of laxy-daisy. I mean, defense was bad all, all game long, but overall, they were able to kind of tighten things up a little bit in the second half. And uh, res- and overall, it resulted into a win. Um, it really just came down to just the, um, I want to say it was Kelvin Porter Jr., who um, ended up missing a three-pointer to win the game. Uh, I got to give it up to one guy, though, Jalen Green. I mean, they, they have multiple guys, uh, Jalen Green, uh, Christian Wood, and also Kelvin Porter Jr. Those three guys are going to be really great stars in the, in the league moving forward. I mean, but they just have a lot of guys who are like ball, who are bucky getters, who maybe they need a couple guys who are going to piece everything all together, and maybe that team can be something really good moving forward. Um, but Jalen Green had an amazing shot over AD, um, even though AD moved um, earlier was able to go ahead and block a couple shots. Like the AD was able to block an amazing shot earlier in the game if you guys didn't catch it. Um, so definitely one of the one of the nice things about the game, you know, was overall AD. Got to show his amazing defensive uh, capability alongside one guy who I did not expect <laughs> uh, so much an improvement o- over this offseason. Or just, I mean, I mean, I mean, the guy's a rookie. It's Austin Reeves. If you guys haven't heard about this guy, or if you guys remember from some of my um, previous podcasts, I mentioned this guy. 
And this guy's a damn beast. This guy has been able to play more minutes than Malik Monk. You know, not not to go in and throw any kind of cap or any kind of shade at Malik Monk or anything like that. But you get to see why Austin Reeves, why he's been given extra minutes, you know, from Frank Vogel. I mean, Coach Vogel's going to go ahead and put such a big emphasis on defense. If you guys have been following the team for quite a while, you know, this is what he's he's going to do. His He's a defensive-minded coach, and he's going to put that out there because he knows that there needs to be a certain level of defense capability from this team in order to actually win games. And you can't always just put it all on all down on your raw talent or your your talent that you that you have you know i mean the big three did their thing and everything they combined for 84 points out of the 119 you know Melo had 15 you know so when you put that all together you have what 90 99 out of the 119 at that point the rest of the team made what the 20 points in order to go in for the for the remainder that's just incredible in my opinion uh, but definitely, you know, Melo has continued to do his thing. Uh, one big thing that I noticed or that I saw today as well is that there's only two other players besides Kobe or two players on the Lakers and this season in Melo and LeBron who have who are in season 19 and averaging 15 points or more. And the only other player in history to be able to do that in the NBA is Kobe Bryant. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought it was a cool little thing, you know, just... It's not. It's it's difficult. It's not like everybody does this kind of thing, you know. Because even freaking, even seeing LeBron in, at this age, at, at season 19, he's still got it. He's still able to dunk and, and be athletic as much as possible, you know. When it comes down to it, whenever he really needs to, he's still able to really get down, get into the basket or get to the basket at will whenever he wants to. He really turned it on in, in the fourth quarter. I believe he had 14 points out of his 30 in the fourth quarter so definitely amazing performance from him um amazing perform- performance from ad when it comes down to defense rest did his thing as always 27 points absolutely amazing also ad 27 points you know again adding all the adding all that up to 84 for the big three you know just an amazing game all around when it comes down to it but uh for the most part here guys i am just excited to go ahead and just see when the rest of the team gets better I mean, it's been a nine-man rotation. Part of it, yeah, it is with injuries and everything as well. Um, I believe even uh, Dwight Howard, who's one of the guys who kind of who sees regular minutes, um, uh, well, you know, who sees regular minutes typically, um, has been um out with the illness or I believe like a sore neck or something like that. Uh, so definitely, you know, just um, it's nice to see kind of you know. Frank Vogel kind of tighten up the rotation a little bit and, and put an emphasis on certain things, especially with defense. You know, so just overall, um, excited to see what the rest of this season's gonna be like. You know, we we got a couple got a couple other games coming up. I believe we next have the oh, it's actually the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, so it's gonna be a rematch of that. They're gonna be at home. Then we go up to Portland. Then we come back home and they're gonna be playing. Uh, the Charlotte, the Charlotte um, Hornets. So it's definitely going to be a couple of nice games to go in and get a, give the Lakers more of a chance to gel together to get more of that cohesiveness and and see what they can ultimately do. So I'm going to be pretty much cutting it here, guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, let me know if you guys have been, maybe if you guys like it when I bring up all three teams, um, just let me know. I hope I'll take any feedback. I'll take any kind of advice if you guys have any <laughs> 
uh, but overall hope you guys been liking it and um yeah until next time until next time guys peace